Hello everyone, welcome back to The Co Show. My name is Mason Co, and as always sitting across from me, my co-host Aaron Co. Today is Wednesday, October 21st, uh, day after Game 1 of the World Series. First of all, congrats. Actually, no, first of all, 57% of you motherfuckers aren't subscribed. <laughs> so I, I can see that shit, okay? I can see it, and I know you're not. So go ahead and hit, hit subscribe. It's free. We only post twice a week. We'll only You don't even have to turn on notifications. We're just going to annoy your, your sub inbox twice a week. And you can always unsubscribe, too. So, yeah, go ahead and... Do jump it. On it. Just do it. <laughs> um, yeah. Day after game one of the World Series. First of all, congrats to the Dodgers and the Rays for making it. Dodgers with quite the comeback against the Braves there um, in the series. Yeah, so. down 2-0, then down 3-1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like that's it's more common in baseball, a 3-1 comeback. Uh, just basing it off, I feel like people were making I, a huge deal. I think baseball is... Definitely basketball, you know, you have the same guys every night. Yeah, yeah. So if you're better than them, you're better than them. But in baseball, you have different pitchers every night. Mm -hmm. So it's all about who gets hot. You know, you never know who's going to be a a hot pitcher or a hot, you know, a hot bullpen. So um, it can change pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And speaking of changing pretty quickly, Clayton Kershaw didn't fucking suck. No, he didn't. Six innings, two hits, eight strikeouts, one walk. One of those hits was a home run, but, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, he served that one up, too. I saw that one. Yeah, I mean, he just, he had to do it once. He had to do it once (laughs) in the World Series. I was like, oh, here we go, because it was early. I mean, it was... Oh, okay. They were ahead two to nothing, and that made it two to one. Okay. I forget which inning, but it was... Well, I guess it wasn't that early. But it was it was maybe the third or fourth inning. I didn't watch the uh, the game. I was at work for an unexpected long day, which was awesome. <laughs> and then pretty much just straight straight to bed. Uh, yeah. So I did not I did not witness. But seeing that you wrote in the notes, Kershaw didn't suck. Hey, he didn't suck. That, that was surprising to me. And as a, I wouldn't you know obviously I think seeing the Dodgers lose is just kind of funny. Yeah. But. Uh, I'm kind of, you know, Kershaw's a legend of this generation and I, I'm happy, you know, last year he had, last year he cleaned it up a little bit in the playoffs. He still had a bad start, but it's, it's good to see him have some success. You know, I just finally, I'm, I'm kind of okay with him doing good in the playoffs from here on out. Yeah. It'd be, you know, I think we all, we all like the redemption story and he's not a bad guy or anything. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's been perplexing. You know, his ERA is, is two points higher, um, in the postseason. It's insane. In, in five prior to last night in five, uh, world series games, he, he had an ERA over five, which is not what you're looking for mm. from, I mean, is he, is he the best pitcher of this generation? Yeah. I don't think, I mean, who else are you going to say? Verlander. Yeah, Verlander, but he, Verlander had a few bad years. Yeah. But he's, you know, and he's been unhealthy here and there. I don't know if you want to consider that when talking about yeah, it. But, 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 you know, so regular season, there, you know, I don't think there's any question that, that, uh, Kershaw has been that guy, but postseason, not so much. No, no. So yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I, I, I want the Rays to win this just yeah. because it's Tampa Bay. It would be kind of cool to see the Rays and the Tampa Bay Lightning both win their respective championships and, and, you know, the city of Tampa Bay. I feel like hasn't had too much 
going for them so um ever so so you know i mean it's small market and i feel like with the rays you kind of just need some crazy shit to happen for them to win any given year right so it's funny a a friend of mine on facebook who actually was uh the inspiration for for the my book here oh in in a way yeah (laughs) um he's not definitely not a true story but (laughs) facets of his life and personality that that played into that but he he mentioned that you know could could tampa bay win the i don't know what you call it but the triple crown whatever yeah, you want to call yeah. it because i mean their football team has a shot too mm-hmm. i hope not but yeah that doesn't come true but but yeah they they have a legitimate shot here to to sweep to yeah. sweep it so that would be interesting and lebron played in miami at one point which is kind of <laughs> close to Tampa. not even close to tampa bay really oh, he played everywhere who cares <laughs> all right um yeah so congrats to the dodgers taking game one it was like eight to two right wasn't it pretty yeah it was it you know there was no scoring i think for the first three innings i was only half watching it and then uh dodgers get a two-run shot and then kershaw serves one up but yeah there was nothing for for in terms of runs scored for quite a while but i saw uh, bellinger at a home run that and i was just in the kitchen like getting water or something. Yeah. That was the only thing I saw from that game. Um, yeah, but then, yeah, they, they tore it up Yeah, so later, I, later in the game. I think, is game two today? I think so. I think so. Pretty sure game it two. Is. It is. It is. Okay. Pretty sure game two is today. So I I should be able to watch that, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. You've got a former a, a Seattle kid on the mound, Blake Snell. He's from Oh, Shor- yeah, Shoreline. yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I'm and not... he, wait, did he go? I don't know if he went to. I think he went to UW or committed to UW. I forget which one now. I don't even he's know. A, he's a big UW fan. I know mm-hmm. that. Yeah, game two tonight at five o'clock, five o eight. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll probably be tuning in for that. Um, I guess moving on to the NFL. So Dallas actually sucks. I guess it sure looks like it. Uh, we knew that Dak Prescott was the one kind of carrying them. You had a had it. your player of the week last week was the red rifle or as i like to call the red rocket and yeah didn't do yeah, so hot he was terrible this is if anything i don't know if indictment is the right word this is an indictment on how good dak prescott is unless yeah. unless you know it was his first start in a while so it could just be rust or whatever but this also could be an indictment on a bad indictment on mccarthy it's yeah, that's it's just a mess there. You know, first of all, they, you know, they had an offensive lineman retire. They had and they had two other. They, they a couple of years ago they had maybe the best offensive line yeah, in the NFL. Hands down. Since then, one is retired, kind of unexpectedly. Two are are down, and then a third one was banged up during that game. Um, and Andy Dalton's not not the guy that you. He's not going to do as you know. 2014 Russell Wilson, you know, scrambling all over the place. I thought he would get rid of the ball quickly. I thought they would get him some some screens. I would have thought that too. That's what I would have expected. They have some weapons. They've got you know Zeke Elliott. They've got um, the the two other two or three other receivers that that are real weapons. And um, so I don't know if it was him or I think it was a combination of everything. And McCarthy seems lost yeah so um and then they just don't have the talent to overcome that we so. we gotta remember let's just pound it pound it into people's brains this dude lied about 
working hard in in the season. He <laughs> lied, got the job, and in his opening press conference said he lied. This is, so this isn't like spec. He lied oh, to get God. this job, and I mean Jerry Jones is probably seething right now. Yeah. So you know it's hard to tell. I mean, is is Jason was Jason Garrett a bad coach? Is Mike McCarthy a bad coach? Where does Jerry Jones fit in here as far as having a shitty team for so long? Well, he has to be in there somewhere. It's it's like I have always said with the Mariners. Are we going to get angry at 12 managers? and tw- I don't know how many managers they've had in 20 years, but however many managers there have been, I've lost count. Yeah. Eight, whatever it is, I don't even know. Uh, are, do we get mad at those and the four GMs? And the, you know, do yeah. we get do we get mad at the at the bat boy? Like, yeah. no, there's you know, it's it's ownership, has to be. Um, so when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Jimmy Johnson, when he was the coach and basically the personnel guy for the Cowboys, they he brought in a ton of talent, made yeah. great trades, um, was a good good NFL coach, and then, uh, you know, a year or two after he left they've they've kind of gone downhill jerry mm-hmm. jones is a fantastic businessman um great stadium has brought the nfl opened a lot of doors for the nfl in, in terms of you know partnerships yeah um but as far as him picking players in the draft and things like that there's a couple things with him so first he doesn't always pick the right players um and then the other one would be he gets. I've heard that he gets attached to some guys, and then he, you know, he wants to resign them. So sometimes they resign the wrong, the wrong dudes. He he pretty much confirmed that when it came to Jason Garrett because he said he's like yeah. family. This we, we run this team like a family. Right. So, you know, and as we're seeing now, it might not have been Jason Garrett's fault. Oh my God! Camera's out. Uh, I'll fix that in a minute. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so Oh, we're back. Okay. Um so, yeah. You know, he has to fit in there somewhere as far as why they have not seen success. Great at business par- partnerships, not great at partnering himself with a Super Bowl ring, unfortunately. <laughs> um and also like yeah, like you said with the personnel thing, he builds his team like a fantasy team. He does. It, it's yeah. it's bad. Yeah. And you know, they had that great offensive line, but I mean, signing Zeke, he said he wanted to pick Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You know, I think I think the Jerry – or C.D. Lamb, I think that was a great pick because he fell to him. Yeah. But still, I mean, that's – you already have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. You have weapons. You have weapons. I mean, he's not, they're not, he's not the worst at it. I mean, obviously they've had some decent teams. But, but yeah, they haven't, they haven't gone to a Super Bowl in 24 years. Yeah. And they're not going this year. No, <laughs> hell nah. So, you yeah, know they they know. still could because they're like that's true. That's true. They're probably gonna win the division. They're in they're in the hunt for the division at yeah. one and five or whatever they are. So yeah, I mean that's that's pretty rough. Yeah, last team to ten losses is gonna God, win that division. Seriously, it looks like seriously. Um, yeah. Uh, so you know, and along with that, so I'm not sure what to make of Arizona thumping Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I was gonna look at. It looked like there was some quit there with Dallas. I watched parts of that game. It's hard to. It's hard. It would be hard for them to not quit. I mean, they're yeah. such a shitty team at this point, yeah. and they were down by a lot. Yeah, they're two and four. 
So um, I'm hearing little rumblings of Arizona being a darling again because they beat the Cowboys. I mean, if you beat the Jaguars, are you a darling? It's at this point we got to I mean, treat come on. we got to treat the Cowboys like the Lions at this yeah, point. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, so it's not a it's not a big win. No, Arizona is a is a decent team, but they're not. You know. I did not see the stat line here. Kyler Murray was 9 for 24 yeah. for a 188. He did have two touchdowns. Kenyon Drake fucking finally did something. <laughs> 20 for 164 and two touchdowns there. Oh, Kyler Murray did have 74 yards and a rushing touchdown. So when you take it all into account, it's not yeah. a terrible day, but 9 for 24 is a little concerning. Um, yeah, so also I just want to – just want to reiterate, Joe Flacco took a 28-yard sack. I just saw that highlight. It's so funny. It's so funny. So it's so funny. Like, what are you trying to 28 do? 28 yards, man. Yeah. That's just the Jets' season in a nutshell. Spit, pir- trying to pirouette like Russell <laughs> yeah. Wilson. Yeah. And it didn't work out so well. Yeah. Yeah, he just kept going back, you know, backwards like he was skiing. That, Joe Flacco was an elite quarterback, though. You have to remember. <laughs> Um. Yeah. All right. Well, there have been a couple guys that have got gotten hot at the right time as quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, Flacco. Um. Oh gosh, the the guy for the Bears now. Trubisky. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Or Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah. Nick Foles. Jimmy I've, G. Jimmy G. Yeah. There have been some guys that Jared have gotten Goff. hot at the right time and gotten paid. Jared yep. Goff. Yeah. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Yeah. <laughs> the list yeah. goes on, but. Yeah. Garner Minshew wins a Super Bowl, and he was really good during that run. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he like that. There was a genuine argument of, of whether he was a lead or not. Yeah, and during that stretch, it's not ridiculous to say he was. But yeah, yeah. But that um, was it. Speaking of maybe formerly elite, probably not anymore. Le'Veon Bell oh, being signed to the Chiefs, they just get another weapon. Yeah, you know. Um, the the funny. I think I mentioned this. The funny thing about this signing is he was choosing between the Bills, Dolphins, and Chiefs. Those are the next three games for the Jets. <laughs> um, I I hope that Le'Veon is uh, – I don't know what he has to do to be good to go, just learn the playbook, or I don't know if he's dealing with any sort of health issues. He's but... only 28. Like it feels Jesus like... Christ, yeah, he's only 28? It feels like he's been around forever. Yeah, for sure. And um, he's still – I mean, 28 for a running back, you're, you're, you know, you're coming up on – on your you know retirement but yeah um but you know he should have something left i don't know i don't know what kind of shape he's in that would be the question andy reed's gonna do some some shit with him that makes him good again I, I imagine he you know slot receiver who knows yeah um i just i think it w- would be funny because you know the chiefs are gonna beat the jets anyway i think it would oh, yeah. it would be funny to see a Le'Veon revenge game that would be pretty sweet <laughs> Yeah. Also, just anything that gets Adam Gase out of that building, I want to happen. I just like, I just feel bad for Jets fans at this. It was funny and now it's sad. Yeah. So, you know, if he has a great game, that I'm using the word indictment a lot, that would be yet another indictment of uh, Adam Gase. Get his ass out. But yeah. Um, Another signing Michael Kendricks to the practice squad. Oh, for. Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, oh, happened this happened that. this morning. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, you know, I'm glad did I he, am. Did he get sentenced? I don't think so. I think it got delayed again. It maybe. Got delayed again. Uh, yeah. Here to it is. Delay it until the end of his career. Seriously, um, I'm I am glad that he's in the building because you know I wouldn't want him giving any sort of insider information to other teams. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> he's not a bad. He's not a bad player. No, he's not. He's I'm not. I'm surprised. I think teams were not willing to sign him because of his sentencing was coming. Yeah. So, that you know, you don't want to sign a guy and then watch him, you know, end up behind bars. So. Yeah. Seriously. So yeah, I mean, he's a you know he's a solid player and mm-hmm. at a you know position that they could use some some depth right now. An athlete, just yeah, just an athlete, yeah, purely. And yeah, he's now so... they don't have to use. Uh, Amadi anymore. They can just leave Kendrick's out there. Oh my god, I forgot. That's why Pete just constantly <laughs> didn't run. Oh fuck, oh, I forgot about that. He can establish the run. He said that. He play said base defense, baby. Yeah. Pete said that before the year. He was like, Michael Kendrick's was used as our nickel, and now yeah. we're gonna just run nickel. So I hope that I hope that doesn't happen again, where he's our nickel, because that's not what he is. But yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess just kind of a quick thing, Santa Clara County overruled uh, the state, which I didn't know could happen. So, but yeah, basically, so they were... So, the, hold on. The, so, no, so there's no fans. They were going to have 13,000 fans yeah. for the Niners, and yeah. they're not. Is, are they going to have zero? Is that what it is? Zero right now. Wow, okay. Yeah. So the state the state was going to allow that, but the county, and it's, it's the same thing here, so... Um, I believe so that, you know, the state says you can do this, but the county can say, okay, but we're not going to work. Basically you can make it more more strict. strict. Yeah. But you can't, yeah, (laughs) but you can't loosen, loosen the rule. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. I suppose. Yeah. So that's what, yeah. And Santa Clara has been, um, one of the counties that's been, you know, more strict than most. So, yeah. All right. Well, Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really care other than, I would like to see some fans at games. Definitely. And I would like to see, I would have loved to have seen them do it. I want to see a few other teams do it. Put like 3,000 in there. Yeah. Just like, there's 3,000 in a 70, how many, how many can they see? An outdoor stadium. An outdoor stadium with, you know, tens and tens and tens of thousands of of seats available. It's, I feel like it's not that hard. If we can put, if we can go into a restaurant at half capacity yeah. that's indoors yeah. where people aren't actually wearing their masks yeah. while they're eating, um, I think we can figure out, you know, five to 10,000 in a, in a huge outdoor arena with um, a, I assume they have multiple entrances. Yeah. So just direct, you got this ticket. I mean, you don't, and you don't have to deal with a bunch of people doing a bunch of bullshit. Cause it's only going to be like three to 5,000, you know, however many, Yeah. uh, 13,000 is quite a few. So yeah, I would have started. I would start smaller and increase it if it goes well. So, That's it's you know. pretty simple. I mean, yeah. you could even uh, this might be too much money, time, you know, whatever. But you could even try and track what happens with the fans that go. Yeah, see, give them tests. I don't know, but yeah, I, I you know, I, I I would have liked to have seen San Francisco um, get something going yeah. because every time some someone gets something going, there's a chance that you know, that our, our leadership will, will allow it. I, the listen, this isn't the most important thing in the world and we're doing a sports show here. So we're talking about sports. I'm not saying that the world's going to end if there's not 10,000 people at a Seahawks mm-hmm. game. I'm just saying, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to figure out how to do it in a way that's safe. I think at some point you got to let people spend a shit ton of money and take their own risk when nothing is going right nothing's going well already i don't know that's just my two cents you can disagree with me fucking comment text me whatever um so i you pose uh you pose a couple questions here the first one 
being, do you care if Russ wins MVP? Mm. I, I think this is really interesting because I don't think I care if he has the the award. I just want him, and I don't know if he cares that much. I just want him to get respect. Like, I want people, when people talk about Patrick Mahomes and yeah. fucking Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> I want Russ to, I just want Russ to be there with it. Like, just give him, give him the Patrick Mahomes respect. Just do it. That's yeah. all I want. It's probably going to take an MVP and a Super Bowl MVP to do that. Right. So, I mean, of course I of course I want him to win MVP. I just it 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 does as a Seahawks fan, it does bug me a little to see to never see him in these conversations unless he is he just played a game where he went right. off. Right. As soon like 2 hours after Russ is done playing, conversation about him stops until the until he starts playing again. Right. And it has to do with, you know, uh, him, him being a, a smaller guy, not a prototypical quarterback. I think it definitely has to do with us being way up in the corner here. So, you oh, know, yeah. I, and it, again, it, it's like, I still, like, I don't, I want him to get this respect. It doesn't affect me that they're not talking, like they're not talking about Russell Wilson. It's not like emotionally impacting me. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. it gets annoying. You, you know, Patrick Mahomes makes a sidearm throw that he he does all the time to a fucking a player in the three yards away from him in the flat. <laughs> and then Russell Wilson drops a dime 50 yards downfield and, and it doesn't, it just doesn't get as much coverage yeah, or anything. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? You know, I, I don't care a whole lot. It's funny. I have two. If you ask me about college football, you know, do I want a Heisman contender? Do I, you know, my answer is absolutely because there are humans that determine whether your team gets into a playoff or not. There are people deciding that. And recruiting. Not, yeah, and recruiting is big too. Um, So, yeah, I want that attention. You know, I want games that people are watching i want athletes that people are watching yeah because it it dramatically affects your this season whether you get what bowl you get into what if you get into the playoff or not um and and recruiting in the nfl sure yeah i'd love to see him win it sure but i don't care very much like it's one of those oh that's nice yeah but in the nfl it's it's all about your your results on the field. So I don't care if it's college football. Yeah, I kind of root for Pac-12 teams to do well, unless it's Oregon. Yeah, fuck um, Oregon. Fuck Oregon. Um, I kind of root for the Pac-12 to do well again in non-conference games because we need that perception because it helps our football team. And you want to be weirdly enough, you want to be top heavy. You want your good teams to win all their games. Yes. And the bad ones to lose all their games. Not. Oh, for sure. That's what the SEC up. does. So yeah, yeah. the SEC is known as this strong conference, but it's very, it is very top heavy, and their top heavy is really heavy. Yeah, but their their bottom half of their conference is dog shit. I would like to see. I mean, there's no way. I would just like to see a full season of every Pac-12 team plays every SEC team. Yeah, just just to, just to see, just to see, just to see because yeah. I think. I think the I think the bottom half of the Pac-12 is probably better than the bottom half of the SEC. I think most years I I think that's true. Yeah. Um so but yeah, in the NFL, no, I want the NFC West to lose to every game. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect what 
whether or not I wish we were in the NFC East. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wish we were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I have, it's a very different viewpoint for me. Um, you know, yeah, I would love to see Wilson do it. Yeah. I would love to see him, you know, 20 years from now, I'd love to hear his name mentioned when people are talking about the best quarterbacks in the game. I don't think he's there yet. But if they won a couple more Super Bowls, he might be. Mm-hmm. If he wins an MVP or two, you know, he might be. That'd be that'd be fun. I don't really care. If he wins more Super Bowls, then he'll get that respect. And yeah, that's what I want is Super Bowls. So yeah, I mean, for, yeah. yeah, first and foremost, more than respect for him or an MVP, I want him to win a Super Bowl. So I mean, that's I think that's all he cares about. Yeah. Um, it just like it just bugs me when I see Patrick Mahomes highlights and I'm like Russ can make that throw. Yeah. And Matt Stafford made this sick sidearm throw and it only got coverage because people were tweeting like at ESPN, what if Patrick Mahomes did this? What would you be saying right now? <laughs> like and it's ser- it's serious. Yeah, yeah. But they're not on this fantastic team and and Matt Stafford uh, largely for his whole career has been disrespected, but He's well, not. He also, he's not flashy. That's one of the worst franchises in sports history. He's man. He's <laughs> for me. He's one of the biggest what ifs in NFL history. I yeah. I think he's a classic case of, you know, I I, I don't know if I asked this question on here or not. I I posed the question: If Mitch Trubisky got drafted to the Chiefs, would things be different? And if Patrick Mahomes got drafted to the Bears, would things be different? Not just obviously how many games those teams won, but as a development of a quarterback. So I think they both move a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But, my, but they wouldn't trade places. Like right. 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 Would, I don't, I don't think so they either. They would move closer together. For the record, I don't think so either, but yeah. I think if Matt Stafford gets, I don't know. I, I don't know what team would have been good for him to get drafted to when he got drafted. Well, if he went, if he played for the Patriots, he probably Patriots. would have won multiple Super Bowls. There, there we go. Yeah, and Tom Brady's great. I'm not denigrating yeah. Paul. Paul. Uh, Paul. <laughs> Paul. I don't know where the fuck that is. <laughs> uh, Paul Brady. Brady. Yeah, Paul Brady. Paul Brady. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but I think Stafford wins a couple of those Super Bowls. Definitely, and I think you call him. People call him Pat. Uh, Pad Statford. Yeah. Because he he pads his stats, but um, I don't. I you know I, I think he's just a the idea of padding stats to me is is dumb when he does it for his whole career right. and is able to consistently put up big numbers. That just means he's a good quarterback. Well, how many head coaches and offensive coordinators has that guy had to play for? He's another a damn new exactly system every year exactly. And yeah. another point is, you know what what is what does Tom Brady's career look like if he gets drafted in Matt Stafford's situation? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I. I don't know if he, that mentality, that fiery mentality and, you know, relentless work effort. I don't know if Tom Brady acquires that if he, if he plays for the Lions and maybe if Matt Stafford went to the Patriots, I don't know what he's like, you know, in the film room or whatever, but maybe that kind of comes to Matt Stafford and he becomes the GOAT. Like I genuinely, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't confidently say that if Matt Stafford was drafted the Patriots. I can't confidently say that he wouldn't be a part of the NFL 100. He probably would be just because Super Bowls get you there. Yeah. You know, if if Dan Marino had 3 Super Bowls, 4 Super Bowls, you would you would he, he would probably be the goat. Yeah. He probably would be, yeah. but they didn't win any Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So 
he gets pushed down the list despite putting up, you know, in his era, like Babe Ruth type numbers for a couple of those years, you know, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other question you posed, I don't really know what this means to be completely <laughs> honest. Rather Monday doubleheader, okay. Tuesday it Thursday. I think you I think you meant to say or Thursday. I think I was trying to type that while I was jogging. Okay, which yeah. means I had no oxygen in my brain at all. Yeah, but uh, okay. So right, you know, for for a few years now, we've had obviously Monday Monday night football and Thursday night football. Yeah. However, in the last couple of weeks, we've got to experience because of you know COVID basically experience a couple of new things. So. Um, on this past Monday, we had a double header. We've had a couple of those actually. Mm-hmm. This one was like two o'clock and five thirty or yeah. whenever Monday night football starts. Yeah. Um, and uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Now I, did too. I didn't get to watch any of the first game, um, but but it was I thought it was kind of a neat thing. Um, and then the week before that, I believe we had a Monday night game and a Tuesday night game. Uh, so yeah. assuming Monday night football stays the same, would you rather have the Monday night doubleheader, a Monday Tuesday thing, or the current format of Monday Thursday? Mon- uh, oh, Thursday being the start of the next week. So you would have yeah, Monday, we, we Monday have... Tuesday, Thursday. No, I'm saying if – so right now we have Thursday night football. Would you rather see that stay where it is? Oh, or go to Tuesday. Or have it move to mo- Monday or Tuesday. Okay. That's I like that. Um, I don't I don't particularly like Tuesday or Thursday just just from the standpoint of rest time for players. Monday you do lose an extra day as well, but I think if we're just talking about strictly for players, I think doubleheader Monday is the way to go. Mm-hmm. As I, a fan too, think yeah. about it both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now on Tuesday, let me mention on Tuesday. You get one more day of rest than you do on Thursday. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So then there's seven days in a week, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. With COVID I just hasn't wasn't that. was not doing math there. Yeah, but it's still you're right. It's still an issue for yeah. sure. There's still less rest, obviously, than Monday. I think Thursday night football should go away. Um, okay. I just think it should. None of the players like it. It's it's pointless. Yeah. Tuesday is probably the shittiest day of the week, objectively. Okay. I think adding, hmm, I like the Monday doubleheader. I think if you move, I, okay, first of all, the NFL, I don't know who is is in control of when games are played. There was like a thousand 10 o'clock games and two so one o'clock weird. games. Yeah. So they got to figure that shit out, first of all. Yeah. I think if you take, I think there should be like one or two less one o'clock games. Um, so if you take, if you take one of those one o'clock games, assuming that there's not only like three of them, yeah. if you take one of those one o'clock games and move it to Tuesday. I I think, I think yeah. I like that. Yeah, I was I, I I'm with you. I think I think Thursday night football is stupid. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not ready. I like I'm just not in the mode of football yet. No. Um, the double header was fun. Even again, I didn't I didn't watch it. I watched part of the set uh, quite a bit of the second game but um but yeah i, I kind of like the idea i mean you could have an east an east coast game so their fans are watching that game at 5 five thirty. yeah and then the, a west coast game 
you know, um, so you kind of cater to both fan bases. I didn't consider the coast thing too. I like that. And then I think it's really great this year because a lot of people are working at home. I mean, they can flip on a game while they're, you know, while they're in a zoom call. Seriously. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I did like the Tuesday thing too, because you got Sunday's a big day, and then yep. you have Monday, and then Tuesday. I, you know, I, I think they should really consider one of those, either either going to Tuesday or going to Monday. I also like when you have college football really going. I don't like Thursday games for college football really either. However, mm-hmm. if you could go Thursday, Friday, Saturday for colleges, and Sunday, Monday, Tuesday for the NFL, that's that's pretty cool. That is, yeah. And then baseball can have Wednesday. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> I think. Business-wise, I think the NFL owning three days of the week is probably good for them. Yeah. And and uh, player-wise, I know they hate Thursday games. They've been complaining about it for years. Yeah. And the I have never experienced the allure of Thursday night football as a fan. It was gone by the time I was really into football. I never really liked it. They used to – so when I was – I don't know how old I was. And there was a play – um, oh, uh, Tony Dorsett ran. That's for a, I was gonna mention that ninety nine yeah. yards, and it, it was on Monday Night Football. But they used to do a Monday Night Football broadcast, but it was on Thursday. But they still had the Monday Night Football music oh and God. shit, and they called it Monday Night Football. That's it was funny. so dumb. But so you once in a while you'll you'll and there were even high. It used to be in their opening montage. They'd show Dorset breaking free. I'm mm-hmm. like, that was on a Thursday, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I never. It was f- kind of fun, maybe when it was like twice a year. I know? didn't know it was like that ever. It. They used I did to not have, know it, that. Long time ago, they would have it, just maybe once or twice a year, and it was usually a big game. But now it's every week, and the it's usually a shitty matchup. That's the thing and they is they wear stupid ass uniforms. Uh, that's the thing they you know the uniforms I think were a complete attempt at saving Thursday night football. Like please someone like at least watch for the uniforms. But yeah, you're not even putting good. You're not even put like Jags. Jags Texans is like a staple Thursday night in fucking the UK. Like that's just what happens. You know yeah. like. If you're if you're gonna if you're gonna make if you're really 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 gonna make Thursday night football a thing, then yeah, you gotta do it at least only once every other week and make it a good game. But yeah. it's it's shitty matchups. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like the idea of having that Tuesday game as like an extra little thing at the end of the at the end of the football week. Well they're not gonna they're gonna have one of those three. They're not they're not gonna have less games they're not gonna have less national games no i know that's what i'm yeah. saying but i'm saying if you want to save thursday night football okay i think tuesday night yeah. football is a lot better than thursday night football yeah I, I think so too so i'll be you know we're gonna learn a lot of shit you know during these difficult times <laughs> um you know we're trying shit and yeah. you know kind of throwing stuff at the wall and see if it sticks so i'd like to see something positive come come out of this for the nfl and you know you know going with monday or tuesday i will say one of the one of the benefits entertainment wise of the pandemic is like you said throwing shit at a wall and seeing if it sticks they're willing to take risks because Mm -hmm. everything is down everything is down right now so they're forced to taste they're forced to take risks and they have an excuse they can just abandon it they have an excuse like oh you know numbers were already down 
so that's not a big deal, and we're just gonna move on from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean they're you know they're taking some risks and and switching some stuff up, and I think in general that's probably good for for the brand, just getting a little refresh. Yeah. In sure. in some different ways. Yeah. All right. Um. I guess moving on to basketball, we have basketball's over. Basketball is over. Are my son is coming back. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck the NBA. Fuck Howard Schultz. Fuck Howard Schultz. And fuck the commissioner too, because he still hasn't oh, brought my sh- team. No, back. we're not. I will not stand for that. I will when not is he stand. Bring my team back. When did he fucking get rid of him? He never did. He never brought it back. God damn. He never sour, brought it back. Sour old fart. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. Right, what do you got? AD is planning to opt out. <gasps> And resign. <laughs> um, this, I, you know, they won a championship. They won a championship, so this is pretty expected. Um, he yeah, had a twenty-eight. LeBron, LeBron showed him how to do that. He, LeBron does that every fucking yeah. year. Twenty-eight point seven million dollar option. People are like making a lot more money than that right now, so yeah. I don't blame him. He and and Rich Paul. I did not realize Rich Paul is his agent. That's um, he NBA kind of tried to ban him oh um but that's lebron's agent as well i'm pretty sure so yeah anyway so these this is one two of, so three oh wow they will discuss two three and four year deals i figured it would be a long term but the the nba had a great idea i don't know 20 25 years ago i don't yeah. remember exactly when of they called it larry bird rights yep so yep if if you sign with your own team you can go over the cap and you can get a bigger deal so that was cool because, you know, if you're, if you're the, well, the Pelicans, right? You can go to AD and say, hey, we'll give you, I don't know what the numbers are exactly, but you know, we'll give, we can give you twenty percent more than anybody else can. And, yeah. And a lot of players said, yeah, okay, you know, because players, you know, some of them are, are trying to win titles, um, but especially when you're younger, you're trying to get paid, okay. Yeah. You're trying to get generational money or life-changing money. So um, so that worked for a while. And I would love, I would, you know, I would still love the NFL do, to see the NFL do something like that. Yeah. So the Seahawks, when they have a good draft. You shouldn't can, have to make decisions on players you draft. No, you shouldn't. You should be able to keep them all. Yeah. Um, if, you know, if the owner wants to. So, um, but now the players are finding ways around this by um you know either sign and trade was how things started so you'd sign a big deal and get traded you know they called it sign and trade that doesn't i don't I haven't seen that as much lately not a ton i think but now maybe jimmy butler did that with the sixers okay maybe i'm not sure though so now they're all doing this i'll sign a contract with an opt-out and then i can get paid so i'm gonna you know have to work for these shitty wages of, of 28 million this year, but next year I can renegotiate and get a, get a bigger deal. So they are somewhat gambling on themselves. You know, if AD had, you know, blown his knee out or something, you know, maybe he wouldn't have gotten as big a deal. So it is a gamble, but obviously it's going to pay off for him in a big way. Yeah. And speaking of the Pelicans, AD's mm-hmm. former team, Stan Van Gundy for, oh boy. Uh, uh, it doesn't say the amount of years actually. But he has agreed to a deal to become the next coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like he's gotten chances and hasn't done. He's a 
you know. You know, he did well with the magic, kind of, but then shit the bed. He's one uh, of those guys that I think he's a great teacher. I mean, look at him. He looks like a fucking he, teacher. He really does, yeah. <laughs> um, he's a great teacher of the game. He's a great X's and O's guy. Um, I don't, you know, he seems to be able to relate pretty well to a lot of players. I don't know if that's still going to be the case or not. And then, you know, meltdowns in the playoffs. That's the thing. Time after time. Um, and then I think we talked about this before on the podcast, but somebody kind of brought some, shed some light on that that you mentioned. Yeah, Matt Barnes oh, yeah, uh, yeah. All the, on the All the Smoke podcast. By the way, uh, I just I just want to throw this out there. We talked about Steven Jackson and his fucking clownery yeah. earlier this year. I think, based off what I've heard, I think he is learning and growing as a person. Okay. I think. I think. I'm not going to, you know, if he messes up again, don't come back to this and and bitch at me. <laughs> I, I, think, I think he is growing as a person. A little less Jew-hating these little days? A little less Jew-hating. So less swastikas? I don't think he ever had swastikas, <laughs> but but if he did less, okay. hopefully. Well, yeah. So, yeah, Matt Barnes was a part of the Magic team that with Dwight Howard that uh, went to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple times. And the finals ones, actually. But yeah. the one in particular he talks about is reaching the Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics, where they just completely changed their entire game plan to play with the Celtics, which is yeah. not, you know, when you got a, especially when you got a guy like Dwight Howard, don't switch up the game. Like, right. just, you know, and prime Dwight Howard, keep in mind. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is MVP, this is when he MVP, MVP level MVP Dwight Howard. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, you know, that's, that's concerning. Yeah. What I'm wondering is, is this the coach that they plan on winning a championship with Brandon Ingram and Zion and Lonzo? Or is this the coach that teaches them, like you said, kind of lets helps them develop, and then they find their whoever, their, you know, Frank Vogel to come in and, right. and instantly win a championship? I don't know. Yeah, my guess is it's something like that, or, you know, I don't know. I'd love to see the guy learn learn from his mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I would too, for sure. So many coaches do this, and I've seen it. From this guy down to little league, yeah, coaches that overthink—they just think too much. Yep, don't make the game harder than it is. Guess what? You got to the Eastern Conference Finals doing this. Yeah, keep doing keep it. Doing it. <laughs> keep doing it. And and go. If you're gonna lose, lose doing what you do. Yeah, not what somebody else does. I mm-hmm. saw the Lakers do that some. Yeah, that was concerning. Enough, they had enough talent. They were so talented. Um, you know, because LeBron, you know, formed another super Because LeBron's the most talented and best player of all time. <laughs> and he went out and said, I want, I want that guy. I want Anthony Davis. Um, so, uh, anyway. I want Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dennis Rodman was a I'm cast kidding, off. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was, was a like joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. I know. I watched the documentary, too. Okay. Spurs didn't want him. That was all slanted by Jordan. <laughs> that guy wasn't that good. <laughs> Um, I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. Yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, yeah, you know, hey, g- good luck. And I hope, you know, I'd love to see Zion turn into something. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what We've happens. We've seen enough bus. Oh, um, yeah. this is just a tweet from Woj. I'm reading this right now. This might be completely uninteresting. Including Brandon Ingram. New Orleans has 10 players returning. They have four picks. Uh, it's three seconds, though. And projected 9.3 mid-level and $3.6 million biannual exception available so don't really know what that means but what i'm also interested to see i think drew holiday i think it would be smart for them to trade him he's uh consistently by other nba players said 
he is known as the most underrated player in the NBA, especially with his defense, a guy that you never want to see night to night locking you up. Yeah. Um, he just doesn't fit the timeline, I don't think. Yeah. I think he's around 30. He's getting there. So I think, you know, trade him to a team like, I don't know, the Jazz or the Pacers, a team that's looking for an extra piece and the get some Lakers? young guys back. Even Lakers have nothing to trade, though. Yeah, I mean, you could you could even argue, you know, get ship out Kuzma and maybe a couple, you know, KCP, maybe a couple others. But, um, or, I mean, the Bucks, you know, they got young guys. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to see Drew Holiday go to a team that's competing for a championship, and I would also hate to see Drew Holiday age out of this, age out of the league on a team that is on the precipice of, of being a championship contender, right. which I, I'm not going to go out and say in, in four or five years that the Pelicans are going to be contenders because who knows what can happen in that time, yeah. but I would also not be surprised at all if – uh, you know, if they can manage to keep Zion there, really. Well, and part of it's going to come down. To, so if they're a bad franchise, what they will do is make a couple of stupid trades to try to win, try to get to the playoffs or too early. They'll do yes. it too early. So they'll, they'll go out and trade too much for mediocre players mm-hmm. on the downside of their career. I've Drew seen Holiday this, for Tyler Hero. I've seen, yeah, I've <laughs> seen this over and over again, yeah. over and over again. I've been watching sports for, you know, more than 40 years, and people have done this through all time. The Sixers did it. We saw the now. Sixers. Yeah. They yeah. were trusting the process and abandoned it. Yeah. Now they're fucked. So, what I, you know, what the Pelicans need to do is, you know, get a couple of, couple more good draft picks. Yeah. You know, be smart um, and, and build your organization. And then when it's time for, by the time Zion's contract is coming up, maybe then you're sniffing, you know, um, mm-hmm. competing for a championship, and maybe he wants to stay there. With Who the knows? with the combination of the bird rights, hopefully a good franchise with a good coach and gumbo, they could probably keep <laughs> they could probably keep Zion there. You keep I think. me with the gumbo. That's yes. all I need. Yeah, um, <laughs> I man, I really want to go to New Orleans. I genuinely yeah. just for the food. Like I, yeah. I know it's a great city. I, I'll check yeah. out other stuff. I want to go there just to eat. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Let's go. yeah. Um, hold on. Where are we at? We got, uh, I just got to find the link here. Yes, here it is. Daryl Morey stepped down and yeah. Raphael Stone is replacing him. I don't know if that's a solid replacement or if that's interim. Maury's the guy that pissed off 2 billion people, right? Pissed off the Chinaman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah no he he pissed off the Chinese government and was the reason that I think I think the they allowed NBA broadcasts when the bubble started but not until then so yeah um you know he he's an interesting one because you could say he's a great GM by you know he the the James Harden trade was one of the greatest trades ever and he got Westbrook there but. I just think ultimately what happened here is he he went balls to the wall with an experiment. It yeah. didn't work. Yeah. And I think he realizes that he probably he probably actually got fired like we talk about if if he's if he stepped down and is still getting paid, that means he got fired. Oh yeah. So obviously this is just going to naturally raise the question. What does this mean for the Rockets as far as their roster structure? They have no centers, their tallest players PJ Tucker, at least tallest player that plays. So what 
what are the Rockets going to do? What does Raphael Stone want to do? Are they going to trade Russ? Are they going to try to get a guy like Embiid? What what's going to happen here? I have no idea. I I don't. They don't if have I were a, them. I'd probably just blow the whole fucking thing up. They don't have a coach. Start over. Are you trading Harden even? Trade trade them all. Wow. Okay. I I, I don't like Harden anyway. I don't either. So I don't like the way he plays. Actually, I'm pretty sure he's a dick too. I don't know though. Yeah, he's well, he's just weird. I think he's just weird. Yeah, I think he's just a, a different kind of dude and struggles to mesh with people. Um, you know, I, yeah, I would definitely trade him if I could get something. If I can't get a lot for him, then fine, just let him play it out. But, but yeah, I would, I would Harden trade for Russ. Zion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. If I were them, I would blow it up and start over. You're not going to win a title with those two clowns. I don't um, think. I don't think you will. Nah. You know, so you, I would just blow it up and try to rebuild it at this point. Yeah, and we still don't know who their coach is too. So we don't know what system they're going to want to run. I think Harden's not going to like it unless he's allowed to do what he's been doing. Yeah. So, you know, um, if if you're going to bring in a coach that does not support James Harden taking 40 shots a game, then, you know, I think you got to you maybe got to maybe got to got to get rid of him or maybe try to I don't know. I don't know what you do. And it's hard to tell whether Harden because he did. He accepted a six man role for a while there and he wasn't always the guy that was just dribbling between his legs and taking step backs every single time. Like, yeah. It wasn't always like that. So I'd be curious to see what his response would be to being asked to not, to create more. And, you yeah. know, he have, he yeah. has quite a few assists, but that's just because the ball is in his hands all the goddamn time. All the time. So I, I would be, I'd be curious. Um, I mean, turning Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook into off ball players is kind of wild. Yeah. You know, I, it's just wild. Uh, I don't know why they thought that would work, yeah. but yeah. And, uh, Another another coaching signing we got here is the boy Ty Lu going from the Lakers assistant coach to the Clippers head coach. Five years. He? I remember him. He was LeBron's assistant coach in Cleveland. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Coach yeah. LeBron hired him to <laughs> Yeah, no, he um he obviously has a winning track record. any coach that has coached LeBron, it's hard to tell. You know, unless they've gone on, you know, like Eric Spolstra is definitely just a great coach. We've seen him win without him. So it's hard to tell with Ty Lu. It'll be really interesting to to see what happens here. I think Ty Lu. I think part of this has to do with Kawhi and Paul George. Obviously, they would have had to approve of it. But I think they saw that LeBron was able to kind of do his thing. And I think maybe Kawhi and Paul George like that. Right. That I don't want to say that they can bitch him around, but, <laughs> but you know, they, they are the bosses. Well, I think, I think he deserves another chance. I do too. I do too. I mean, he, he went from LeBron to having like the worst team, the worst team. Yeah. So I think he definitely deserves another chance. So I'm, I'm glad to see it. I don't know enough about it to say whether he's going to be great or not. Me but, neither. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think, like I said, I just think he deserved another shot somewhere, so might as well be where you're already at. Yeah. So, All right, moving on to college athletics, the unpaid servants. Um, <laughs> Pac-12 uh, has a 20-game basketball schedule. What is it normally? More than that. 28 or something? They're playing all-conference. So, oh, okay. So I think – I don't know how many co- – they normally have right around that number, but they're just – so it's a – you know, normally college basketball teams play, um, you know – Marymont. Uh, yeah, and, and you shit. play. You end up playing, 
you know, especially if you go to the, I'm trying to think how many regular season games, but there are teams that get into the tournament that are, you know, 32 and five, or, yeah. you know, so you end up playing, you know, north of 30 games normally. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. I have no makes real sense. thoughts yeah. on it. I mean, makes sense yeah, that they're doing only it. And, um, so this is this is an interesting one because we talked about the rescheduling issues with Louisville and Kentucky and how Calipari's bitching out, apparently. And I, I haven't stayed updated on that whole thing, so I don't know if they resolve that. But Gonzaga's doing the same shit with UW. Yeah. This is, I, this is an interesting point. So Kentucky is the superior program, but Louisville is still very good. Yes. Gonzaga is the way better program. Yeah. UW is currently potentially good. Yeah. We don't really know, mm. but s- scary enough to not want to reschedule. We'll say that. Yeah, I think it's, they almost beat them last year. There's not a lot of upside for um, for Gonzaga to play UW this year. Yeah, I mean, bitch asses. Yeah, fight me. <clears throat> So you can't really help your resume. You can only hurt your resume. A lot. UW, on the other hand, if they hang with them, even if they lose, it's a it's a quality loss. Yeah, so it helps UW. Um, I think, and you know, so historically, so who's the who's the coach of Gonzaga? Mark Mark Few. Mark, Mark, Mark Few. So this has never been. Neither coaches spoke about this, but I think he and Romar hated each other. Oh, I didn't so, know. Yeah, I'm that. pretty sure. Um, there were little hints at it. Okay. Um, I don't, I really think Romar didn't like him at all. Interesting. Um, and he is like, he's been smart to stay at Gonzaga. He's a kind of a weird dude. Like he would, he he, he would be a disaster at Kentucky or somewhere okay. like that. Like he just wouldn't, Interesting. he's not a booster guy. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's not a cigars in the back room kind of guy. Yeah. Like it just would, it wouldn't work at all anyway. Um, so, you know, they didn't play for several years because rumored because of that relationship. So they finally brought it back some reluctance on both sides, but it's right for the fans. Like oh yeah. Yeah. Fans in this state. You know, we should be able to watch that game every year. Oh, yeah. There's no excuse for it. So I understand, you know, the Pac-12 fucked everything up by shutting everything down. And then, oh, I guess we're not going to shut everything down. But wait, hold on. You know, I understand that. But find a way. Like, we deserve we deserve that game. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Gonzaga fans, UW fans. The players. Just fans everywhere. Yeah. And, like, deserve the, the players yeah. oh yeah the players yeah the players those, yeah those guys i don't i don't know i don't i mean i would really love to see uw gonzaga become a legit basketball rivalry yeah that'd be fucking awesome yeah, that'd, that'd be, be so sick oh yeah um yeah and i just you know obviously that can't happen if they're not gonna if their bitch asses aren't gonna reschedule yeah. bitch asses bitch asses <laughs> gonzaga gonzaga uh 9 a.m kickoffs what the fuck <laughs> actually no it's probably a good thing so east coast the old East Coast men that can't stay up till ten can watch. I'm starting to change on this a little bit. So, first of all, I, especially this year where we can't go to games anyway. Yeah. Like going to a game and having to be there at nine a.m. sucks. However, yeah. how many times have you watched? You know, Lee Corso put the mascot head on, right? And and you he waves. And the TV fades out, 
and you 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 hit the C button on the remote, <laughs> which shows the games that are coming on, right? Yeah. If you have, uh, well, I don't need to advertise for yeah. those fuckers because I don't Fuck like the them. cable company anyway. Yeah. But uh, you hit the C button and you're like, what the Memphis, what? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck? What, who? Yeah. Uh, South Dakota State? Like what? Like and there's nothing. Tech. There's nothing. Yeah. Like so the shit, the worst, yeah, the worst SEC game. Yeah. Um, there's nothing on, you know, the worst, you know, uh, like kansas state you know just like i don't care you know who cares i'm looking for a matchup where there's a number in front of both the teams yes ranked ranked matchup yes so i don't know how many times i've done that where i'm like okay well i guess i'll fucking go exercise and <laughs> try this again in a few hours yeah there's a goddamn game that anybody not going to those schools currently yeah wants to watch mm-hmm. it's amazing to me i don't understand I don't understand why there aren't more quality games in that time slot. You would think I don't that either. would be ideal for TV. Yeah, and Especially, also, I mean, I'm talking East Coast. Games. Yeah, I was, it's I was a gonna noon say, kickoff. I was gonna say, yeah, it's a noon kickoff for them. I, I just so you're having, yeah, you're. I mean, there are nights where I'm, you know, not yet, but I, I specifically recall nights where I'm choosing between like Ohio State versus like Penn State and. Alabama versus LSU. Like I have to, yeah. I have to flip between. Like yeah. if one of those is at noon, problem solved. Yeah. So, so I think the Pac-12 could have a great opportunity here. Um, and I'm, I'm only talking a couple times a year. I'm not saying every, te- you know, I'm not saying a bunch of teams should do this and it shouldn't be every week. But yeah, I mean, they're gonna start out with USC Arizona State. That's a pretty, that's a pretty yeah. sweet matchup. You yeah. got two. Pretty talented teams. Um, you got Herm, Herm Edwards. We play to win the game. <laughs> you know, um, uh, you, you know, you've got a nice matchup there. Maybe an Oregon Washington. You know, yeah. Um, slides into that nine o'clock slot. Um, I think it would be a great opportunity for the Pac-12 in a couple of to go. You know, you go on Fox. Um, uh, they're trying to you know kick up things a notch a bit. And it's a real opportunity for people all over the country when they hit their whatever the equivalent of their C button is. (laughs) And they're like, Jesus Christ, like I'm an SEC fan, but I don't even care about this SEC matchup. And they're like, oh, okay, number 14 USC versus number 24 Arizona State. I don't know. I don't know if they'll actually be ranked like that or not. But just as an example, oh, okay, I'll, I'll check this out. And I would do the same thing, you know. You know, even if it's an SEC matchup, like if it's a good matchup, I'll watch it. If it's two teams nobody cares about, I'm no, no I'm, chance. I'm, I'm out of there. The, at most, I'm turning do. it on and doing homework and yeah. like not paying attention at all. Yeah, just having noise in the background. But yeah, so I I would like to see a couple <clears throat> of those, and I was kind of against it at first. I know it's not good for the players; they're having to get up at 5 a.m. But yeah. I don't think people realize these days players most of their practices are in the morning now. Yeah, early, early too. So when I was in school, you know, football practice was in the late afternoon or evening. Mm-hmm. But now they usually set up their classes to start in the afternoon, and they have practices at at eight a.m. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but you know, hey, you know, they can get up once a week at or once a season. Yeah, at five a.m. they'll be fine. If we're making NFL guys do Thursday night football, they can wake up early. Yeah, um, and also we just. We have to accept the fact that there 
we will lose if we compete with the SEC. We will yeah. lose if we compete mm-hmm. with the Big Ten. It's we're not gonna do it. Even the Big Twelve, yeah. we're not gonna do it. So and going back to what I said earlier, um, you know, you need you need people to see these games if yeah. you ever want to get into a four team playoff. Yeah, you got You got to have it. So you, you know, if USC is one of your contenders, give them give them that slot. Mm-hmm. If Oregon is if is the contender. Give them a 9 a.m. kickoff, yeah, just right. so people yeah. can at least see them once, so they're not playing it at 10:30 uh, p.m. Eastern. Yeah, after people have been watching good football all day, mm-hmm. and then they go, you know, they don't even see these teams play. So yeah, anyway, yeah. So we just, you know, gotta accept that if we can't compete with them, move on, do something else. Yeah, try try yeah. to do our own thing. Gotta um, be creative if you want to rebuild the Pac-12 and the perception of it, because it's about as low as you can get right now. Yeah. Um, another school with a low perception right now is Florida. They got shut down until Monday. They have 26 players tested positive. Also, Vanderbilt versus Missouri is postponed. Just more COVID shit, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Move on. Um, speaking of more COVID, <laughs> Nick Saban, uh, ca- ca- had, had, co- had COVID? He's Nick Saban. He gets better in like five hours. Yeah, of course. So I, was I, it was it a false positive? I, I'm hearing mixed stuff on okay. that. I think that's what they're trying to make it sound yeah. like. But he did have negative tests. We and... can't have fucking Sark coach this game. <laughs> we can't do it. We just can't do it. I know. <laughs> I know. We if we're playing Georgia, we, we can't. Tequila for that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sark's doing pretty well. I, I shouldn't make fun of that. I think he's really rebuilt himself okay, good, and I hope good. he gets another opportunity someday. Yeah, for sure. Um, he did, he did help out UW a, a ton. He did brought him back to mediocrity, which is exactly what we needed, which was, and that mediocrity was a big step. Yes. From yes. Where they were. Oh, I mean, so fuck, I'll, I'll always, yeah, I'll always be grateful to him. I wasn't sad to see him go, but, no. but he, he really like, UW never gets to a college football playoff without Sark. No doubt. No doubt at all. Because you needed that intermediate step. So, yeah. anyway. Um, but, yeah, he was, yeah, he had co- he had the COVID, and then he's not coaching, and then suddenly he's out there, and the uh. mask wasn't always on either. So, I hope he really wasn't sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then, lastly, oh, I don't know if you caught any more information on this, but Nas Carter uh, violating intercollegiate athletics code yeah. of conduct, which could range from – pissing in public to something horrible i don't i don't know what that means normally when these things happen and i've heard nothing okay i've heard nothing about this not even really any leaks about it i mean maybe there's i'm sure there's some shit on twitter yeah but but i don't trust that don't read into that for something like this but yeah um, rumor it's yeah but uh um but I, normally when a player gets suspended you hear something vague like violation of team rules you know so if it's if you're at BYU you know you you were within a 5 mile radius of a bottle of beer or yeah. a, or a woman and that you weren't married to yeah um but yeah normally it would be something like violent so the way that that was worded was a little shocking he posted on twitter something along the lines of I'm looking forward to the appeal and proving, you know, the, uh, whatever. That, that sounds like, like, that, that sounds like, uh, the quote unquote accidental PED thing. Mm. Like I'm excited to prove that it didn't happen. Maybe. Cause maybe. that, that's kind of the words that a lot of players use for that, but I don't know. But I've also heard that people at UW are super clammed up 
about this. Like, ah, yeah, we can't talk about that. Ugh. Like almost a cringy, like, Ugh. like not good, mm. like, not good. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't like him much. I mean, he's a exciting dunker. Yeah. You know, he's, um, stupid <laughs> yeah yeah he's a, he's, he doesn't make good decisions he makes he you know he's on or off the court offensive i guess charge waiting to happen yeah his uncle is a is a great rapper oh that's right yeah jay-z's his uncle yeah. um sean but Kata. i don't know like and he gets hot from three some like i could i could have seen him being becoming a three and d player in the nba but i don't know but yeah he was gonna be one of their better players this year uh, this is a big year, I think, for Coach Hop. He yeah, won with with uh, Romar's players, and have kind of is kind of disappointed since then. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they need to show some some fight this year. Um, and losing one of your one of your better players is not the way to do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna make a connection to Jay Z here with him. <laughs> Um, saying I can't wait to prove that I'm innocent oh, is a very drug dealer thing to do. <laughs> it's just a very drug dealer thing to do. And Jay-Z, as we know, quite the businessman before, even before he was, right. had a legitimate business, he was moving. So he had weight. a little ring going on the UW campus. Is- yeah, <laughs> maybe. That's just a very drug dealer thing to say. I don't know. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I hope it. I I hope it was bullshit. First and foremost, like I, I hope yeah. it's bullshit because I yeah. hope he's a good person. Yeah. And then yeah. I hope he can play for us. <laughs> but you know, here's the other thing too that's concerning. So last year you had that point guard whose name I'm forgetting too, but he's oh, back. Yeah. He's back this year. Yeah. So you have a point guard become academically ineligible. The Kentucky kid, right? Yeah. That's hard to do. It's so hard to do because basically you go to a tutor and they tell you. You the know, answers what words to write <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, the answers <laughs> yeah um so this kid within a you know three months of, of being on campus is ineligible like how does that happen yeah real oversight there and then and then this with nas carter so we have not only that have the results on the court been disappointing recruiting this past year has been disappointing um you know so well, you better hop. You got to win a little bit this year. Like I've been rooting for him. I like coach hop, but there's some things that aren't looking so great over the last 12 months. So yeah, I hope he gets that fixed. I hope he does too. And Oh yeah. Uh, almost forgot. So LSU, uh, self in self. What is, oh. was it called? Self self-imposed self-imposed and, uh, subtracting eight scholarships and is suspending OBJ from like stepping foot on campus for two years for giving out that money. Was fake money he was handing out. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Joe Burrow, by the way, confirmed it was real money on a yeah. podcast. Yeah. Come on, Joe. I mean, what what the fuck are we doing, Joe? Yeah. Say it's fake. Just just yeah, keep your mouth just, shut. Uh, no comment. No just comment. Go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I you know I mean they all hand out money down there. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, and then I haven't read what the specifics were. I think it was obviously it was beyond OBJ. Yeah. Um, I I wonder if they were catching some heat after like OBJ yeah, kind of started opened some the door, opened the door, and then they were investigating, and then they were like, shit, we better just shut, we better do some ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know the with the NCAA, you want to you want to shoot yourself in the arm so they don't shoot you in the head. Yeah. 
yeah. If you shoot yourself, they usually will will let you do that. If you if you don't shoot yourself, they will shoot you and, and they'll blow your brains out. Yeah. So um, probably a good move by them. Eight scholarships is a big deal in today's it is. in today's football. It really is. It, we're already down to eighty five, um, and you know you got players leaving early every year. So mm-hmm. eight, eight scholarships. I'm I'm. They're still gonna get top recruits and all that but it's a it's an impact you're gonna they're gonna have some depth issues from that yeah a little bit so for sure um i mean i guess there's only one thing left to do oh yeah the howard schultz clown of of the week week. (laughs) (sighs) all right big week for clowns not actually i don't know um it always is yeah um speaking of obj OBJ, uh, I'm going to have to pull up the exact quote. Uh, oops, that's not what I wanted to do. Uh, we got, <laughs> I am the clown of the week. Um, we got OBJ saying that he's like not going to get COVID. Um, let's see, here so, it is. Oh yeah, but okay. I just don't think COVID can get to me, says OBJ. He says he wants nothing to do with it. Oh, yeah. you want nothing to do with it. Okay, you're good then. I don't think Fucking it's going idiot. to get into this body. I don't want no parts of it, and it, it don't want no parts of me. It's mutual. It's a mutual respect. <laughs> <laughs> this dude said oh, a man. a virus respects him. Wow, that's quite quite well, the statement. Hand out some cash to the virus and maybe maybe yeah. Um, and the virus could ban him for two years. <laughs> maybe that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Clown shit. I mean, not not much else to say, honestly. He and he has been a clown. He's been respects. a clown. I've tried. I've tried to like not stand up for him. I've tried to give him the benefit of the doubt many times. It's just hard. I've never seen a receiver make so many ridiculous catches and so many bad drops. Yeah, like he doesn't get true. He ha- the ones that are right on his body. He drops those. Sometimes. That is true. It's crazy. Um. Okay. My, is it? Go for it, man. So, this guy. I mean, he's. You know, so far the you could be clown of the century. Yeah, honestly, this guy. Um, so, this is a complicated one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start at the top with Jets owner Woody Johnson, who has really done a terrible job with that franchise. Now, the last few years, he's been he was selected by Trump to be the ambassador to the to the UK. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't been as involved. His brother. Has, has been kind of the, the, the leader at the top. But just that organization, it should be so easy to win there. Oh, yeah. You should be able to get players to come there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just time after time make horrible decisions and make a laughing stock of themselves, you know. Um, he's, been a, he's been a clown for a long time. He's made bad hires, bad, again, like we mentioned before, if your if your franchise sucks for 20, 30, 40 years, you can't blame the GMs and the coaches and the players. It's the owner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's the one thing that's in common and he he falls into that cat category. One of the biggest clowns of the century. Oh yeah. 100%. Um all right. Well, most of the time we talk the clown of the week long enough where the music just stops, but I'm going to have to stop oh, it myself. Um right. <laughs> moving like, on I like to that song. I do, I do. Uh, we can't keep it playing for our locks of the week because this isn't clown shit. 
This is a lock. It's true. Although, <laughs> if you played it for my player of the week, yeah, you, that that might be a yeah. good time for the clown music. Yeah, he's yeah. got the hair. He's got the hair color too and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, do do you have a lock? You want to go first? So yeah, my lock of the week, and uh, you know, hopefully, I'm not being too much of a homer here, but I'm gonna go with Blake Snell to get to uh, lead Tampa Bay to a to a victory tonight to even up the World Series. I like game that piece. I like that piece. The Dodgers are favored, so mm. I'm not. I'm. This is not an easy pick for me to make. Mm-hmm. The you know, but yeah, you could put some coin down on Tampa Bay, and if they win, then you know, I forget what the number is. Minus yeah, it's plus one thirty five or something like that. So you could you could make a little money. Now I did have my first loss last week. Fucking mustache boy killed me. Yeah. I don't know what I was yeah. thinking. I fell, I fell, fell into the hype of Mustache Boy, and uh, the Jags were not within whatever the spread was. I forget now. It's a shame. Um, mustache Boys and Redheads killed me. Yeah, bastards. Lately, with my locks, I've been kind of the king of picking, uh, picking against the favorite for the spread. Yeah, and I'm gonna do it once again. We have New Orleans versus the Panthers. Panthers are three and three without Christian McCaffrey back. Right. I don't. He's on my fantasy team, so I should probably know. But he's. <laughs> I don't know uh, what the update on him is. But Saints at Saints are playing at home, three and two. They're giving the Saints seven and a half. That's a lot. It's a lot of points. And Teddy Bridgewater. I'll keep saying it. A good quarterback. Yeah. Drew probably better than Drew Brees right now, probably. if we're being honest. Yeah. So. I'm going to go ahead and take Panthers plus seven and a half. I mean, Jesus, seven and a half? Seven and a half is a big spread in the NFL. Big old spread for a not good Saints team. Yeah, I basically would never. There's very few circumstances where I I would ever bet. Would you? Would you? Or would ever give seven and a half points. Hold on, where is it? I think that's a good selection. What's the biggest spread? Here it is. Would you take Buffalo minus 13 against the Jets? That's the Jets. <laughs> yeah. So I might. What about Kansas City <laughs> minus nine and a half against the Broncos? Another um, divisional matchup. Nine and a half. Mm. Uh, it's a toughie. I would have to look at the weather. Fair enough. If, Fair if, enough. If the weather looks good, then I'll take the Chiefs. But Patrick Mahomes played very well in the snow. He did, but they only scored, what, 26 points or something true, like that. True, true, so. true. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't, I, I, those are spreads that I would normally no, stay away from no, unless I, it, it's against the Jets. Any, yeah, any, any large spread like that, I'm pretty much going to take the, the underdog there. So, but yeah, I just think this one in particular is, is quite ridiculous. Um, I so. have noticed that Vegas, Vegas has adjusted to the, the offenses. So the over is harder to take now than it was a few weeks ago. Ah, interesting. I was kind of cleaning up on those overs, but now you look and they're all like in the, in the fifties. Right. Okay. That's that's hard. That's hard. Okay. I think the Seahawks game is, is it 57 or something like that? Like that's hard. It's hard for me to, Mm -hmm. to go over 57. So, and then do you want to go first for player of the week? Player of the week. So I've been good with my lock of the week, despite my my first loss. I'm seven and one with lock of the week. My player of the week has been another story. <laughs> yeah. So you know, most recently it was Danny Green mm-hmm. who did everything he could to try to get the Lakers to lose that series. Yep. Yep. Um, and then this week we talked about this already, but I did pick the ginger, the red the, rocket, the red rocket, um, and he was really really awful yeah really like, awful. like so bad and yeah. so was danny green yeah it was so, so bad. funny oh my yeah. god yeah 
So um, I almost feel bad. I don't even. God, I feel bad. I shouldn't even pick this. Guy. Oh, don't pick someone on the Seahawks, no, you I'm asshole. Not, I'm, not, I'm, okay, not. I'm okay. picking someone who's playing against the Seahawks. Ooh. So if he's going to have a bad game. If he's gonna have a bad game, this is the week to do it. But I'm gonna go with with uh, I'm gonna go with Buddha Baker. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna pick DeAndre Hopkins, who is almost my pick. Okay. Yeah, he may have a big week as well. He's gonna he's gonna have 13 catches for 140 yards, yeah. all in front of Trey Flowers. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't all, know how yeah. much Trey Flowers will play. I guess with Dunbar and right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, but Buddha Baker, you know. Man, I was looking, I was looking at this, and this is one I we talked just talked about this. Like, don't look at drafts because it's it'll it'll make you want to blow your brains yeah. out. But the Seahawks in that draft, you know, that's the Malik McDowell yep. draft. Yep, yep. And they yep, basically yep. passed on Buda Baker three times. They could have had him and didn't take him. If you have him, you know, I like Jamal Adams, but you don't have to trade two first round picks because mm-hmm. you would have already had Buda Baker. Yeah. Um, man. Watching that, I, no, I'll admit I didn't. I don't know. I would have predicted he would have been the highest paid safety in the game. Like yeah. I'm not, but but I knew he was going to be good. He is fearless. He hits hard. He knocked out two Seahawks running backs last year. Mm-hmm. We've never seen one of them ever since then. Yeah, whatever his name was, the guy that was supposed to be able to catch passes. Yeah, and just got hurt all Rashad the time. Penny. No, no. Um, oh, maybe that is who. Precise. Oh, maybe that maybe he didn't knock out Procise. I don't remember. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think he's gonna be very visible in this game. I, I think the Seahawks will still win the game, but uh, yeah, watch out, Chris Carson. Yeah. You know, this might be a you know, hopefully tra- maybe Travis Homer should get a few more. <laughs> yeah, <games>. yeah. <laughs> uh, just sacrifice Travis Homer to Buda Baker. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully that's all yeah. he'll need. But yeah, so my player of the week. I also don't like to do this just because. Uh, I don't think I don't uh, this year he's been I, I I'm just gonna say this year except for his last game and that's part of the reason why I'm picking him this year he's been great I think since 2015 ish Aaron Rodgers has not been that incredible of a quarterback mm, yeah right. I think this year he's been great last week he had an absolute stinker yeah he's playing the Texans this week I think you know Aaron Rodgers just plays better when he's pissed. And I think he'll he'll be pissed about last game going against a shitty Texans team, really shitty defense. Yeah, taking Aaron Rodgers on this one. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else in any of the the sports world? Uh, I don't think so. Nope, I got nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, once again, subscribe at Mason Charles Co on Twitter at Aaron Co twenty nine ebook on amazon uh hardcover on lulu.com hopefully on amazon soon yeah uh and yeah if you made it this far you're insane but thank you subscribe motherfuckers just like it's free for fuck's sake just subscribe that's right oh i don't have an account fucking make one (laughs) it's not hard (laughs) okay (laughs) all right thank you guys all right see See ya. ya